0: Blog Talk Radio. My name is Raina Starr. I am here with co-host Star Bustamante. 415 is brought to you by Desperate Housewitches and WildHunt.org. Please give it all of your support. Please check out WildHunt.org for all of your pagan reading needs. 415 uh, is um, hmm, not a G-rated show, so we may curse. We may swear. We may talk about triggering subjects. Be forewarned. Please also note that the opinions expressed on this show are of myself and my co-hosts only and not a reflection on any of the aforementioned sponsors. Hey, Star. Hey. How are you? Hey. What I'm fucking up. Yes, yeah, it, it, it is insane. And it, it, it's beyond the pale. Pretty
1: much, um, so th- there's just so much just absolutely okay, so, utter,
0: utter horrible I know. news going on. I know, but the only bright spot, and it's probably not even a bright spot or, overseas, is Boris Johnson has resigned. I don't know what they're going to put in behind him. It could be even scarier. Who the hell knows? But we are going to start today's conversation about all the lovely happenings here, courtesy of the Supreme Court in some cases, and other bullshit in other cases. You know, this is what happens. Folks, let me remind you, elections have consequences, often ones you did not realize were going to come down. Vote, vote, vote. Alright, so the first thing we're gonna talk about today are trigger laws. Oh boy. Star. Can you please tell well, us what a trigger it, law is?
1: Okay, so a trigger law is a law that was uh on on the books. Are you there? I am. I okay, am here, sorry. Um
0: yeah, my visual sure, went tr- down. I apologize.
1: Yeah, no worries. Um, I just wanted to make sure there wasn't, we've had storms off and on the last few days, so I just want to make sure we hadn't lost connection. Uh, trigger laws yeah. are laws that either were pre-existing to Roe v. Wade becoming law of the land, which it then uh, Roe v. Wade being a a federal law uh, superseded the state law, or were laws that were passed after Roe v. Wade that would go into effect if Roe v. Wade were ever to be reversed. Uh, So Mm -hmm. when the Supreme Court ruled uh, last week or the week before, I've, I've lost track. I don't even know what. I don't even know what frigging day. Where where are we? What planet are we on? Um, I know. So when they handed down the ruling in Dobbs, which reversed Roe v. Wade, many states had trigger laws on the books that then um, some became uh, effective immediately. Some have, uh, you know, are still in the process of, of becoming active. Uh, so it just kind of depends on what state you're in as to what, what's happening. But then there are other states that have uh, issued some really charming, uh, and by charming that is with the utmost uh
0: uh, sarcasm
1: that you can that you can muster, yes, uh, have have passed have have been introducing legislation that is just absolutely horrific because they want to restrict women from traveling out of state to get an abortion. Uh, one of the states, which is our neighbor to the south. South Carolina mm-hmm. ha- has a, um, has introduced a, a new bill that they're calling the Equal Protection at Conception No Exceptions Act. How's that for a, for a catchy name? Um, you want me to do? Yeah, um, this
0: bill is,
1: I mean, absolutely horrific. Not only does it make almost all abortions illegal and would only allow for abortion in cases where a mother's life is at risk. So, you know, if you're a a 12-year-old child that's been raped by, you know, Uncle Billy, uh, they're going to make you have that child, Uh, which that's bad enough, but this bill goes even further. The, and it makes it uh, a felony, I believe, for anyone to provide aid for someone seeking an abortion up to and including even providing information such as via websites um, or even from the way it's it's written so broadly that like if you came if I lived in South Carolina and you came to my house and used my computer to search for uh, where you might be able to get an abortion, then I could Uh be prosecuted for assisting you. Uh, They also want to, it also includes any drugs that could be used to end a, a pregnancy. So presumably both Plan B and Plan C would be illegal under the legislation if it is if it is to pass you know if, it, if they do pass uh-huh. it, all of that would would be would be illegal and the, the there are other states that are that are writing similar legislation now one of the things uh legal experts have weighed in and and said that the language in South Carolina's bill is likely to be very problematic because it it infringes on the First uh, Amendment and the right to free speech. Um, Plus, trying to restrict people from traveling, uh, it rubs up against, (coughs) excuse me, uh, interstate travel and commerce laws that allow, you know, cross-border travel.
0: Mhm.
1: So what's going to happen with these bills, you know, it's yet yet to be seen, but I mean it, it's it's just pretty pretty horrific. Yeah,
0: uh, now, like in good,
1: now in the Now in the news department, for those of us living in in North Carolina, uh Governor Cooper in an executive order uh, that helps to uh, protect uh, reproductive care for women and, and those who have reproductive organs um, mm-hmm. Which and I, I want to just take a minute to say that there's been a, a, a lot of nonsense um, coming through on the internet over whether or not over the language that is used, <coughs> like the ACLU and, uh, and some other organizations have said women and other people who can become pregnant, which is not erasing, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, I think I swallowed a cat, cat a hairball, um, that is not erasing women but it it is including uh both people who were born female and have uh are in the process of transitioning to being male and those who identify as non um because mm-hmm. they don't necessarily they don't identify as women um so we're just going to throw that out there because there's been all of this nonsense about, oh, women are being erased because they're using this language and you can't say woman anymore, uh, uh, which is a, well, it's a bunch of fucking bullshit, okay? It, it, it harms no one to say women and other people who can become pregnant. So um, if that makes yeah. you mad, then, then you might be a fucking transphobe. Uh, um trans uh, anyway, so Cooper has taken steps to to, pr- to protect access to both abortion and keep it legal, and um, you know we'll see we'll see how that goes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it, it's an, it's by executive order, so it's not the same as if it had gone through the House and the Senate and then had been signed into law. Um, some other states That have things going on There have been challenges To some of the trigger laws uh, That have gone into place Because like in Kentucky They're saying that it violates The state constitution So And I think Texas too maybe There, there are several states where, where, it's, where it's being challenged On the grounds That it, that it violates the, the state constitution so,
0: yeah.
1: uh, several states they're basically uh, they're allowing them to continue to perform abortions until this gets gets sorted out. Um, there was immediate wow. an immediate stay of, of of the bans until it can be heard by by the court, right. and then how that how that proceeds to move forward. So we'll we will have to see, but. People are people are pissed off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and mad, should mad, be. mad. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, and absolutely. And they should be.
0: They, they absolutely you know. should be. Here's the thing for us, being in North Carolina, th- what Governor Cooper has done only holds as long as he's in office unless someone with his um, ideology follows behind him. So... Any, anything that he does by executive order is subject to him staying in office. So I just want to remind folks that the only elections are not presidential ones, and there are elections going on all the time. As a matter of fact, we get to vote for new Charlotte mayor or keep the old one on the 26th of this month. So, folks, please do not be fooled into thinking that elections are only on the first Tuesday of November. That is not how it works everywhere. Please be mindful of your local elections. All politics is local. Yeah, I know you've heard that before, but it is very true. The only thing that stands between us and the complete ban right now is our governor. So we need to tell our local folks, please support him. And if you have a governor who is like-minded, even in a red state, which we are in, uh, there are things that can be done. Sorry, I just wanted to put that no. aside in there, so we're no. mindful That's, of it. That is very important. You can, and just like
1: governors and the president, can only do so much without the legislative body uh, supporting them. You know, and just to remind people, there are three branches of government. We have the
0: legislative branch, we have the executive branch, and then the judicial branch. 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 And the judicial branch, And I am amazed uh, how many people do not know that. It, it scares it's, me sometimes.
1: It's it's horrifying. Um. So, uh, another uh, a recent poll that was that was done by the Pew Research Center shows that 62% of the public are saying that abortion should be legal in all or most
0: cases
1: and that 57%, which is almost, you know, six in 10 adults, so six out of 10 people, uh, disapprove of the courts. Uh, sweeping decision, and and forty three of those who who strongly dis- disapproved.
0: Um, That's interesting. I have a question so, for you. Sure. Okay. So I hear these reports that the court is quote unquote angry. Why is the court angry when they're taking away all these rights and now are getting ready to target, allegedly target, contraception. What are they angry about? Are they mad because the American people don't agree with them? What is it that could possibly be pissing these people off when they're in the process of removing rights at a somewhat alarming rate? The the division of church and state, let's folks forget that there was also a ruling that uh, a coach could pray on the field um, and they, they supported that. they have also supported funding for religious schools recently. I mean, less folks think they're some kind of a Christian erasure, excuse me, they are so not erased. it 's everyone else around them that they're trying to erase as far as I erase as far as I can tell. So what are these people allegedly angry about? Have you heard that? Um, I haven't really heard that
1: um I know mm-hmm. that they were angry over the leak um, otherwise i've not I've not really heard that. I think that there were some opinion pieces uh mm-hmm. about Alito being angry but i i'm um sorry to say I don't really know what what that is is all about um, you know I mean. I'm not sure.
0: They're what that's driving at. Yeah. Again, yeah. you know, it could just be the indication that they are also planning on going after contraception. I will tell you that if you are a person um, who is not interested in having offspring of any kind, it might be the time for you to give real consideration to a permanent solution. Um, you know i was having this conversation with one of my one of my children and i said you know i know you had intended one day to be a parent but would you want to bring a child into this especially not knowing what, what gender or non-gender the, the child would be you know is this a situation where you would actually want to bring in a new little person and he was like yeah i have to give real consideration to the fact that that might be a no and it's difficult to be a young person. I mean, my child just turned 30. You know, it's kind of like a life-altering decision potentially to say, yeah, I wanna make it so that this can never happen because of I see the world and it's not cool. So, but you know, these are the decisions folks are making now. So again, if anybody feels like they're concerned about their contraception being in danger and I will tell you, I think that's a real valid fear. Um, and I'm not just talking about um, uterine people. I'm also talking about other gendered people with different anatomy. I don't know if they're going, going to go after all of the contraception. I don't know. But it does concern me. Well, and you're right to be
1: concerned, and and they've given every every indication. So the one thing that I've found on the whole why the court might be angry um is that uh, there was an opinion piece published by Politico, oh. <laughs> called, titled uh, Samuel Alito, one Angry Man, um, that says oh. that uh, that what the court the conservative members of the court are angry about is uh, the pace of social change. And so they are looking to, to counteract that or reverse things, uh, which I can, uh, I can only assume refers to, you know, black and brown people being, you know, having rights at all, women having rights yeah. and, and having a voice, and, you know, basically all the things that uh, most people who are in, in the yeah. yeah, you know they don't want they don't want anyone to have an abortion, but they don't want there to be any support for for the women who have children um, so yeah, so I think that's probably what what that is is all about, you know, and I mean, I really think that when Barack Obama was elected to the office of president that that just triggered all of these little white supremacist patriarchal assholes. Um, and they, they can't, they're not having it. They can't stand it. Um, now I will tell you that over the 4th of July weekend, well, from, from when Roe was handed down, uh, the reversal was handed down on, on the 24th with the, the Dobbs ruling. There have been protests off and on, uh, pretty much nonstop all over, all over the country. Yeah. There was, uh, in, here in North Carolina, there were protests in Raleigh. There were protests in like Cary in, uh, Cary, North Carolina. There were protests. Oh yeah. In, uh, Burnsville. Okay. Which is about as red and conservative as it gets. Uh, Charlotte, there was a big, there was a big protest in Charlotte. And there was also a protest here in Asheville, um, which was not, in the way of protests it was not uh, terribly, terribly large. Just, uh, uh-huh. I would say, between four and five hundred people. And uh, it really wasn't, uh, you know, and when it comes to a protest that is going to do something uh i don't i don't feel like it really other than allowing the people who participated uh and to be clear i did not participate i was there as a journalist and covering the event but there were some some really hilarious signs uh, and there was a lot of chanting, and you know, people would drive by and honk and raise their fists in support. And, oh, and then awesome. all of the protesters would be like, Wah! "You know, I mean," so, um, and then there would be more of a, you know, uh, more chanting going on. It, it was, uh, you know, my body, my choice. You name it. All of the all uh-huh. of the chants that you you would expect to hear. And they did that for I don't know a couple of hours, and and then they all marched uh, down to Pritchard Park, which is just a few blocks away, and they stayed on the sidewalk because I don't think I'm sure that they did not have have a, a permit to block traffic, so they couldn't walk in the in the street. Um, you know, nothing. It was nothing like uh, what we saw with the after. Trump was elected, with, you know, with the Women's March, that like literally thousands of people uh, participated yeah. in. But
0: it was a, it was a the thing that hmm? the thing that stresses me out about this so much, and I think protest is wonderful and valuable, but I get sad and discouraged because. It used to sway people in office, and i don't know i don't know how to get around that anymore i don't know what we have to do. I mean, obviously, people are pissed, but you know what? If people are that pissed, I want them to remember because I mistakenly heard people say, or the people who were saying this were mistaken that this happened under Biden. Biden did not want this. This is another branch of the government exercising their power, and they are all conservative. Unfortunately, the president cannot just undo what the Supreme Court does. It doesn't work that way, and I think folks don't understand that. Um, you've got uh, – go ahead, Star. So, sorry. Oh, right, right. So,
1: yes uh the executive branch cannot create laws they can right. sign laws you know into into order but they right. but they cannot they cannot create laws that is up to the legislative branch they have to draft and and put together, you know, a bill, and then it has to pass both houses, and then it goes to the. And if it does so, then it goes to the president, and he can sign them into law. But he right. cannot make law on his own. Yeah, no, people don't understand that, uh, and a lot of I've seen a lot of angry comments on on, on social social media, and uh, just some just pretty ignorant comments in in general that people don't understand how our government works. But I do True. think that, that all of the protests in North Carolina did help uh-huh. to really spur Governor Cooper to sign an executive order. But like, but like you pointed yeah. out, having an executive order in place is only really good as long as Cooper is in office or someone um, succeeds him that holds you know that is a, that is likely a democrat and holds the same values. So, right. you know, it's it's hugely it's hugely problematic to you, you cannot um, govern by executive order uh, having right. all all three branches of the government and for those who might not be aware, even the states have the same three branches of government that the federal government does. Um and, and that that's the whole the whole process so so I do feel like these these protests really did help to drive home the point that many people in North Carolina want to make sure that that their reproductive rights are uh, sure. going to be going to continue uh, at
0: least for now. I mean, seriously, yeah. it's it's amazing to me. You know, we, we're lucky because even in a red state, we happen to have a Democratic governor. That's a real lucky break for folks. I don't think people realize that. The other thing that people, uh, that I also read a lot of, is people saying that uh, the president controls gasoline prices. He does not okay, research your OPEC information, folks, to find out all of those machinations, because it is not, the president does not decide gas prices, never did, Barack Obama didn't either, when gas was lower under him, uh, this is not a, oh, Democrats do good, and, and that's when things are good, not always, okay, as exemplified right now, Barack Obama didn't Control the gas prices. Then either no president, or Trump didn't, Reagan didn't. You know, well, handshaking deals aside, but yes, the president does not make those decisions. Okay. Before we continue, and,
1: well, I, I just I just want to make another point here is that the the refineries in this country and all of the oil companies have been reporting record profits for the last several quarters. You know, they could certainly, I mean, they could cut their profit margins and reduce the price of gas almost immediately, but but you're not going to see them do that. So, I mean, I think expecting Biden can only do so much, and, and truly Congress can only do so much. Uh, Right. Yeah, and and that's that's a really I think that's a really important point because people love to point the finger and you know just like with the baby formula
0: thing, you know
1: Republicans were screaming about the you know the lack of, of of baby formula when the reality of that situation is that we have allowed big business to consolidate itself into these monster corporations which that was the case with the baby formula. You know, Abbott owns 90-something percent of the market share in this country. Wow. And the, one of their factories gets shut, shut down, and now we have a crisis. But even so, the Congress proposed a number of solutions, and the Republicans – In the House and in the Senate, and of course our two Democrats who don't know that they're Democrats, uh, you know, shot it down. They wouldn't, you know, so they could have made, there are a number of things that they could have done, and because of partisanship, couldn't get it, couldn't get it passed. So, I think you have to really look at this and there and it, and it just constantly there is this flow of misinformation that is not wow. factually based at all. Um, Aaron Rupar right. was on uh, was on Chris Hayes' show yesterday, and which he was brilliant. I love Aaron Rupar. Uh, anybody who wants to know what's going on uh, in politics should definitely follow him on Twitter because he watches all of the horrible, horrible Republican conservative bullshit and then reports on it and and does it in in bites, in easy (laughs) bite-sized segments. Um, But he he pointed out that, you know, the, the level of misinformation is so insane that people will believe that, you know, Iceland has the highest number of, uh, you know, uses more uh, antidepressants than any other country, and somehow it's because they don't have guns. Okay, which they, which the, there are very few nothing guns. to do in with Iceland. the weather.
0: Yeah, I was yeah. going to say it's got nothing to do with lack of sun uh, during parts of well, the year and cold and yeah. Well. Okay.
1: Well, but the only thing true in that entire statement is that they don't have a lot of guns, and they have really strict gun laws. They do not, by any measure, have the highest use of, of uh, antidepressants in, in the world. Not even close. Actually, of all the places in the world, Russia probably has the highest levels of depression of, of, of any of any country, and, and, the US, and the U.S. is probably very, very, very close behind.
0: Um, I so, would even guess I mean, we're number two. <laughs> but yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know. I, I would have to look it up. But the point is, is like that is blatantly false, and anyone who has fingers and access to the internet could Google search that and find within you know under a minute uh, probably a dozen stories refuting that kind of misinformation. But yet, you know. I will say this for the conservatives and the far-right Republicans, which I guess now is basically the whole fucking party. They are very good. That, they don't care that it's a lie. They will repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it until people believe it. Uh, you know, so that yeah. is that is that is where we are. And now we must do a station, station identification and, and, and recognize our sponsors, if I'm thinking correctly.
0: Thank you. That thank you for thank you for that. Okay, folks. Once again, please check out wildhunt.org for all of your pagan reading. Wild Hunt definitely needs your support now and always. It is the pagan paper of record. Uh, you get real journalism, and when it's an opinion piece, they tell you. You don't have to guess. Wild Hunt is very forthcoming about. What is an opinion and what is actually reported news? They have real journalism and real journalists. Please support WildHunt.org. Thank you, Star. My pleasure. So, all right. It's- so I gotta ask about what our next topic because, quite frankly, there's so much friggin' violence lately. I can't even keep up. Apparently, up in your neck of the woods, there was a bombing. What?
1: Fighting, right? Um,
0: <laughs>
1: who, who doesn't enjoy a good bombing? Um, and that's me being facetious. The answer is no one. No one.
0: Wow. Um, Terrifying. So I, mean, I just found out about this today. I don't know, when did this actually happen, yesterday or the 4th? I can't
1: remember. No, it, it happened on, on, on the 4th. So mm-hmm. I was, as I mentioned, I was at that protest on Monday for abortion rights in downtown Asheville. And you may recall, and for our listeners who may not be aware, the Vance Monument used to, which was a giant obelisk that was in, in the in the middle of um, or on the end of Pack Square. If you were coming through downtown, you could not help but but you know see it. It was huge. Um, it was the Vance Monument. Uh, after George George Floyd's death, uh, they decided to remove the monument because Vance. Obviously, owned slaves and lots of other fun, fun, fun things that are not exactly uh, things that farms. you want to be proud gotcha. of.
0: Exactly, uh, lots but, of but
1: the base, the base is still there. Uh, but that's where a lot of the protests are always happening. Like they always seem to congregate, or you know, even before it was removed, often protests would would happen around the Vance Monument. Um, so there, you know, there were, started out there were fifty, then there were a hundred, then there were, you know, what ended up being several hundred people packed into that little area. But apparently that night, around uh, like ten o'clock, after um, or eleven o'clock maybe, uh, it was after the fireworks display that that the city puts on. Uh, there was a bomb that was like um like an ied uh or a pipe bomb that was detonated in pack square at the base of the monument <clears throat> and um so that that was like just really odd and there was a lot of concern over that apparently the two men that they arrested were also present at the protest and I saw them they were definitely wow. you know there so um there hasn't been much information released as to what their motive was beyond that they just wanted to blow up the base of the of the monument but there were also some people that the police were looking for um, that were considered persons of interest in the investigation that looked that had more the look of kind of right wing, um, you know, more in, on on that end of the spectrum than on yeah. on the other end uh yeah. you know they they arrested these two guys they had all kinds of weapons and um zip ties and uh had ball- ballistic vests and uh i mean just all, all kinds of, of fun stuff so we don't we don't really know what they haven't really said exactly what what that is all about uh Wow. However,
0: they had Georgia plates
1: on their car, which is kind of interesting
0: uh-huh.
1: because <laughs> because so yesterday morning in Alberton uh, County or Albert Albert County and near the city of Alberton. In Georgia, there was at 4 a.m. There was a um, massive explosion that was apparently also a bomb that destroyed the Georgia guidestones. Now, if you're not familiar with the Georgia guidestones, um, you can you can actually you can go to the Wild Hunt. Uh, we published a story earlier today on, on the Guidestones. And we've, we have written um, one of our correspondents, uh, Elijah Thornton, had written just a few months ago about the Guidestones. And nobody really knows who designed them, or if they do, they won't say. Mm-hmm. But the Guidestones oh, yeah. um, have has been dubbed America's Stonehenge, uh, which is not to be confused with the rock monument in Salem, New Hampshire, <coughs> that also right. has the same name, but um, basically, it was three uh, massive granite standing stones that also functioned as um, as a clock and a calendar and a compass, uh, all using kind of ancient technology. And each of the stones were inscribed, and um, they have um, basically ten, kind of outline ten guidelines for, you know, how we might survive beyond an apocalypse. Oh. And it was just a lovely structure. And, of course, anybody who was conservative didn't like them because of some of the things that they had written on them. Um you know, one of the the guidestones. One of the things on the guidestones, and this was also in like, I mean, like a, I don't know, half a dozen different languages, uh, as yeah. well as as well as English. But one of the things suggested that the population of the world should remain below uh, five hundred billion. And so, of course, you know. Well, they're talking about, you know, basically killing people to keep the whatever. Um yeah. But I mean, some of some of the things on the guidestones, you know, are are about seeking harmony and
0: uh,
1: having room for diversity and uh, oh. like. Be not a cancer on the earth, leave room for nature,
0: mm-hmm. things
1: like that. so obviously, trigger words for uh, most republicans um, in particular yeah. in particular um, yeah. so I want to talk about another Georgia Republican oh great so a woman a woman named Candace. Taylor mm-hmm. ran for governor in the primary for Georgia, uh-huh. and uh, for for those of you who are not familiar with with her, I strongly urge you to Google her uh, and see the just crazy ass stuff that she was saying, <laughs> like. She outlined ten things that was that she would make her priority if if she, um, when she was elected as governor and she only published the first nine and then teased the tenth one for like weeks before finally re, uh releasing it and that proclamation was that she would remove the Georgia guidestones well. There's a couple oh. of problems with that. First yeah. of all, um, she lost to like by over seventy points to uh, the current governor, uh, the incumbent Brian Kemp, in the primary. Brian yeah. So clearly, yeah. she had a lot of support. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the other thing. <laughs> the other thing is that. The guidestones are on private property, and Georgia actually has laws in place that that protect both public and private monuments. Uh, so I'm not I'm not really sure
0: how she thought she would like accomplish that. Um, I don't know. Some people think certain offices have a lot of power and they're mistaken and they're even running for that office. I have no idea who educates these people. I have no idea why these people think they have absolute authority. You know, I have to tell you, conservatives don't seem to understand that there are different types of conservatives. And quite frankly, depending on, your link in the hierarchy chain. Most conservatives wouldn't piss on a poor conservative to save their life. And conservatives who vote against their best own their own best interests don't seem to understand that. There are conservatives above you that will eat you alive just because you're in their way. They don't get it. I don't know why.
1: Well, that that is all very true. Um, it, honestly, when I watch footage, like some of the footage that I have seen um, from Candidate Taylor, I, I mean, it, it's just draw, jaw-dropping the level of, of absolute uh, ignorance. Uh, you know, she was going to do an executive order to remove these guidestones. Uh, legally, I'm pretty sure she couldn't have done that. Um, right. You know, and then then there's all of this madness about you know that the stones were satanic and just all kinds of just just madness. If you if you want to see uh, a hilarious segment on the guidestones, John Oliver. The end of May had a did a did a web segment that that's up on YouTube and, and we do link to this in the Wild Hunt story. Um, that I mean it is it's on YouTube it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, I strongly urge you to uh, to to check it out because it cause it is flipping hilarious. But because of, the, of her saying that her 10th executive order would be to remove the Guidestones, so now there have been calls publicly um, for her to be investigated since, you know, she advocated for this. Um, and then, of course, she released, she released a video that, is, that was uh, entitled Fake Media on Notice. And loudly proclaims that, you know, that while she is sure her God is the one who removed those stones, that, uh, uh, you know, that she supports law and order, and uh, that anyone who sure. would who would vandalize, uh, you know, property should be arrested, blah, blah, blah. Um, but she was the
0: one know. who said she was going to do it. This is so astounding
1: to me. Well, right, but she's saying that she would have gone through proper legal channels, uh, which the article points out. (laughs) How would you do that? Because, you know, they're protected under, under Georgia law. So, yeah, so there's your dose of batshit crazy. But, I mean, but this is pretty serious. I mean, somebody used a pretty massive amount of explosives to destroy. I mean, this monument was huge. And um, you, you can see footage from uh, the Georgia uh, Bureau of Investigation. Uh, they have the security uh, camera footage, <laughs> which not only shows the monument being exploded, but it also shows the car that was had the people who were likely responsible for it um, driving away. And, uh, you know, I mean, whoever did this is looking at serious jail time um, because using a using explosives that way, a pipe bomb, not to mention that it was, you know, a monument which is protected, it's on private land, um, they're probably looking at major charges, a felony m- more than likely. <laughs> it could be, you know, if it's, classified as a hate crime uh, or an act of terrorism. Oh, yeah. You know, they could get their asset to uh, Guantanamo for, uh, you know, if they're classified a, a, as an act of terrorism. So, it will be very interesting. You know, this story is continuing to evolve. Uh, I don't know that anything else has has been, been released. However, and, and the Georgia Bureau of Investigation is, is asking that anybody with information um, should come forward or contact them, and we provide a link for that as well a- embedded in the story. But the saddest thing of all is that, you know, these Guidestones were were uh, put in place in the early 1980s. Uh, they have been a major uh, tourist attraction for the, this small town of Elberton, and um because the granite industry you know in georgia is, is is in that area so it was um you know it attracted a lot of a lot of visitors from all over the world and now it is basically it's no more it's gone um because even though it was <laughs> some of the early photos after the um from yesterday morning showed it like kind of listing and they since have taken the whole thing down because they, I think there was concern that there might be other explosives that had not yet been detonated <clears throat> and also probably the liability of, you know, if, if someone were to get close and it were to fall over on them or, or what have you. Sure. But so basically a major landmark in Georgia has been wiped out by some kind of crazy person uh you know I mean and that's that's two bombings, just two days apart in in the southeast here
0: um, I don't know <laughs> I don't either it's you know. The idea that this is what's happening in 2022 just really freaks me out. <laughs> Bombings anywhere at any time are a scary situation. But now it's like, you know, major attacks on people, bombing, shooting. I remember when these things would be reported and people would go, oh, my God, we have to do something. And now it's just like it seems like we're so desensitized to it all that it's just too frequent and occurrence and I think people get numb. And I wanna caution folks, don't lose your humanity in this because it's easy to do. It really is. It's very easy to numb up against stuff like this. And I think it's important that we care about it even if it's not happening In our city or our state, I think it's important to not be okay with it, no matter where it happens. Really, but that's just me, you know, hippie opinion. (laughs) Crazy liberal. I I do think I do think
1: that we are going to see more acts of violence like this shooting in Highland Park uh, which is outside of Chicago that happened on the 4th of July Um, you know over 30 people were were wounded and I think six or eight have died I'm not I'm not sure on the exact number uh, because I think it's gone up Um, you know these were just normal people who went to watch a 4th of July parade um, you know that many of them, their children were in the parade, or their grandchildren, and some wackadoodle, disaffected yeah. young young man, a white man, of course, uh, opened fired with a semi-automatic uh, rifle and. Just murdered a bunch of people, and uh, there were, ABC had an interview with a doctor. A ret- I think he was retired, but who was who was at, at the at the event? Who then immediately began triaging, and uh, the interview is absolutely heartbreaking because he is talking about you know he's like people need to see the carnage and the damage that you know and talked about like literally how these bullets that are being used in these in these weapons just rip people apart um, you know and anybody who's followed these mass shootings uh, is already aware of this but you talk to you know you hear uh, interviews with medical examiners and the doctors who had to treat them, and just the damage that these these rounds do because of of the way that they are um, they are made and the velocity with which they hit. So they tumble and fragment in, into the body, and I mean, the, it, it's just I, I don't know why these things exist. Frankly, they they should they should not exist, but. Our own government and our, um, you know, the FBI has said that they, you know, intelligence suggests that we can expect more both lone wolf attacks like what we saw in Highland Park and weird bombings and, you know, and other forms of violence, uh, you know, in the future. So, all I can all I can say is you need to pay attention. You need to be aware. If you see something that is not right, you need to notify the authorities. Yeah.
0: One of the things I find the most disturbing about this is that in this case, as in several cases now, the shooter this shooter was only 21 years old. How are you 21 and have that much fucking hate? I don't get it. Who raised you? It just infuriates me. Well, I
1: I will say that I think that anybody who probably survived high school (laughs) – if they were at all picked on probably has 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 plenty of hate, um because unfortunately there is a lot of bullying that still that still happens. But that doesn't mean you should go out and, and shoot up uh, a a place or harm other people. I doubt that any of the people that he murdered had any you know any connection to anything that might have been happening in his world or his life um,
0: right but and he was troubled. they already had been to his house before this even happened. I mean, the kid was a troubled kid, and it's so sad i mean how do you not single people out who are troubled? And then you turn around and something like this happens and, you know, laws are there to protect people, including people who who are emotionally, you know, not well. So, I mean, I don't know what the answer is. I wish I did, but it just breaks my heart when you know that somebody's had this kind of distress and, you know then they turn around and commit this horrific act. I mean, what do you do? How do you how do you help folks? How do you stop a tragedy before it can happen? I don't know. I'm just asking questions because I find it upsetting and it happens all the time and I remember like it it was not an all the time thing. It happened. It's now all the freaking time like you can't turn around. Like this in the news, what the <laughs> fuck? Well, there have, uh,
1: at last check, there had been over three hundred mass shootings, and we're only, you know, basically at the at the six point mark in the year. So, I mean, that's a that's a tremendous amount of, of, of shootings, and and you're, I mean, people are becoming numb to it. You know, they on the news oh there was another shooting and it's just kind of business as usual and I I think it's dangerous for us to get to this place where that is you know things are pretty blase we're blase about the fact that you know some wingnut, you know shot up a school or an event or what have you That um, you know, this is not okay. And but I don't see anything happening to address that either. Um, You know, things something's got to give. We cannot continue to be on the trajectory that that we are on and still all remain safe. You know, because right now nowhere is safe.
0: Well. I don't know. I, I don't know. We okay. have it's a disaster. We have
1: we have managed to talk about stuff for yet another
0: hour. Oh. It is another hour up. Wow. Okay. Guys, once again, thanks for tuning in. Please again remember to support wildhunt.org. The pagan paper of record, real journalism, because, as we all know, that's rare. It's hard to find real journalism. But anyway, thanks for tuning in. We will see you next month. And stay safe, everybody. Say goodnight, Star. Good night, Star. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you next month. Take care.